welcome to One Star Bazaar, the podcast where we review the films that critics hate. This week we will be watching quite the blunder when it comes to box office failure. This is the film that has actually become quite famous for being such a dud. Cutthroat Island, that famous or infamous pirate movie with Gina Davis. Cutthroat Island was directed by Rennie Harlan, who's pretty famous for making mediocre films. Written by Robert King and Mark Norman. It was released in theaters December 22nd of 1995, which tells me this was a Christmas film. They thought it would be good. They thought it would be a blockbuster, just based on the release time. This film, as mentioned, stars Gina Davis, Matthew Modine, and Frank Langella. Is it what? Is it Langella? I thought it was Lin... It's not Langella. I don't know. I always said it was Langella. Lin- We're too Jella. lazy to Google it. Well, we could probably Google it, and it would take <laughs> us 30 minutes to even find And the problem with the internet is you can't hear stuff automatically, so you can only read it, and then, you know... Anyway. And this movie was available for streaming somewhere, but we can't find it anymore. So I had to bust out my DVD of yes. it. <laughs> Amazingly, she owns the DVD for this film. I had a thing for pirate that movies. Okay? Kind of shows what type of movies she likes. Anyway, <laughs> Cutthroat Island has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 37% on Metacritic. So it is one of the higher one star movies, according to our criteria. True, but also it is one of the rare times, I think it's somewhat more rare where Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic both have basically the same score for a film. There's not a lot of disparity there. True. The synopsis we found says, a female pirate and her companion race against their rivals to find a hidden island that contains a fabulous treasure. And they obviously couldn't call it a treasure island because then you'd think it was a different movie. The funny thing is that synopsis basically describes Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Except describes every pirate movie. <laughs> oh, pirates are often racing to find treasure. It also describes like Indiana Jones movies. True. If it weren't for the fact that it's pirates and a female main character. All right. So here's what some critics had to say. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun Times says this is, in short, a satisfactory movie, but it doesn't transcend its genre, and it's not surprising or astonishing. Which I mean, I feel like movies don't. Movies can just be what they are. They don't have to be lots super of movies original. Are, lots of movies just check the boxes. Yes. James Berardinelli of Real Reviews said, Cutthroat Island is more entertaining for its dumb storyline and overt silliness than for its nearly nonstop action. I hope there's nonstop action because we've been watching a lot of movies lately where people just run. It's true. And you can't really run on a pirate ship. Also true. So hopefully there's less running. Um, Rita Kempley of the Washington Post said, there's not much adventure on these high seas. This buccaneering boondoggle is more like a slow voyage aboard the PMS Pinafore. Which, that's, isn't that the, the boat from the Pirates of Penzance? It's one of those musicals. Okay. Oh, one thing I do want to mention before we watch this movie. Um, we, we mentioned it briefly last week but 
So this movie literally bankrupted the studio that made it, Carol Co. Pictures, which had previously released Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Total Recall, and uh, the first few Rambo movies. So it was used to big wins right, at the so box it was, office. It was a solid production company throughout the 80s. Yeah, so this movie cost them $98 million to make and only did $10 million at the box office. So an wow. absolute complete failure. It lost a boatload of money. <laughs> but look, it's a pirate movie. And we'll go ahead and watch it now. Initial thoughts, impressions? Okay, so I had always, I've never seen this film before. You have. I didn't remember any of it. I know. <laughs> I'd never seen it. All I knew about it was that it was this colossal box office bomb. Uh-huh. And I kind of went into it thinking, well, how bad can it really be? As uh -huh. you often do when you, you know, things are hyped up as being so bad. Like, it's really bad. Is it? I think so. Huh. Interesting. Okay. And, like, I wanted to like it because I do, I, I love swashbuckling, sword fighting type movies. Yeah, like I mean, any, it's not like there's many of them. There, that's true, and that's why it's <laughs> they are kind of few and far between. And so, a lot of times when movies do it well, and you like have really exciting sword fights, which first of all, this movie had like no exciting sword fights for being a pirate movie. Yeah, they definitely didn't get the 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 good sword choreographers. Yeah, some other movies use. My my main takeaway from this movie: what makes it so bad is that there is no fun in this movie. Well, the sad part is you can see the parts where they tried to have fun. There's some parts that are trying to be jokey or trying to be more like lighthearted and they they fail really badly. It, it's, they really do. Yeah. And, you know, so we, on this podcast, we are watching... One star movies that again, like actually tried to be good movies. You can tell they thought this movie was gonna be like a box office blockbuster, huge, exciting film. They really tried. Yeah. They had a huge budget. They filmed this in widescreen, which is kind of surprising. There's definitely evidence that they tried their hardest to make this like a big epic movie. And that's why it's so upsetting that it's so bad at that okay well let's get into our categories okay. so we can talk about what makes it what so bad makes it so bad yeah so let's go ahead and start with our acting category um i from the get-go i have some problems with the cast yes because it feels like they wanted carrie elwes and couldn't <laughs> get him for whatever reason so they settled for matthew modine and made him look like Carrie Elwes from Princess Bride. I mean, I obviously we don't know that that was their actual choice or how it worked, but yeah. that's yeah, it definitely feels like they probably wanted a bigger star and couldn't get anybody, I guess. And the sad thing is Matthew Modine is probably does the best job in my opinion of all the actors in this film. Really? You so you think that he was just horrible in it? You think he he's the weak spot? He wasn't horrible, but like, 
I feel like he's not really very believable. I mean, don't get me wrong. I agree he's probably miscast. But I think he actually tries to portray the character. Okay, well, what My- about the villain then? Do you think he is not trying? Because I think he did a good job at being a villain. But he's just so one-dimensional as a villain. Like, there's yeah. no nuance to his character at all. It's just, he's just, like, pure, greedy, evil pirate. Yeah, and especially, like, so we're going to get into spoilers here because we're not going to encourage any of you to watch this movie. Right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Spoil away. Spoil. So, now, for some unknown reason, one of her uncles decides to get super greedy and wants to kill all his brothers to get the treasure map that right. his grandfather So each of them received one had. third of the map to Grandpa Pirate's massive fortune. The biggest treasure ever. And it's on this uncharted island. Is this sounding familiar? Because I'm pretty sure it should sound familiar to everybody. There's a secret super treasure island where there's lots of pirate treasure. A it's a trope. Okay. Well, yes, it's there. It is a very cliche trope among pirate films, right? Which honestly, <laughs> I've seen so few pirate films, I didn't realize it was a trope. But in watching this movie, everything <laughs> that's ever been in a pirate movie is a trope of pirate <laughs> movies, and I'm so upset about it. Okay. So I didn't even realize that he was her uncle. Because he has a totally different name. Her father's last name is Adams. Her last name is Adams. Her uncle Mordecai's last name is Adams. His name is Brown. What? <laughs> His name is Dog Brown. Like that. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even realize it was Dog Brown. Dog Brown. Is this Not to be confused with Dog Brown. Is this after Back to the Future or before? This is after. This is like 10 years later almost. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, okay. his name is Dog Brown, <laughs> which I don't even think it really explains that that's his name, but they mention it like once. And I'm like, wait, he's her uncle? What? Yes, apparently he is her uncle. We learned that too late. And then the other problem <laughs> I have with casting is I feel like there's very little chemistry between Matthew Modine and Gina Davis. And there's they're trying to like do this like back and forth oh i'm seducing you they're trying to seduce each other but like it doesn't work see i feel like you're trying really hard not to come out and say that gina davis is horrible in this movie she's very no okay she's horrible in this movie she's bad yeah yeah like her character sucks yeah and i think one of the things I was reading was like they they wanted to have a female lead pirate because they wanted to make like the old timey Errol Flynn style movies that were really popular back in the day, but just have a female character. And it doesn't work. It does not work. No. That's not to say that a different female actress or a different story would have worked with a female pirate. True. Because there were successful female pirates in history. Right. But in this context, it's it's just, it's almost, it's just, it's really bad. Her character is so one-dimensional, so wooden, so devoid of any charm. Yeah, she has none of that. It's, there is none. Like, oh my, like, even where she's trying to, 
rouse her men and be like, come on, men, what say you? Whatever. Like, it is, it's so bad. Yeah. Like, it's like, wow, that's the worst pep talk you could ever give. Like, I don't even know what about that would rouse anyone. Anyway, go on. Next question. So, so I feel like with this story, it's a very typical pirate story. There's nothing original about it. Just go get the treasure. And the problem is, they don't even set up the characters at all before we get just jump into all right like it's just a treasure hunt it's a race the good guys want to get the treasure before the bad guys can get to the treasure the the biggest character development story we get which is still very little is matthew modine right because he gets introduced at this ball and he's this fancy doctor and then throughout the course of this ball which is only like two three minutes on screen Mm -hmm. you realize oh no he's a con man and he's like stealing from this ball yes and then he gets arrested and sold into slavery where he meets up with gina davis she buys him and she buys him but like yeah we get the most backstory out of him right i mean all we know about her is that her dad was a pirate so presumably somehow she got raised yeah around pirates and became a pirate that's it yeah. That is the entire backstory of Captain Morgan. Yeah. Which, yeah. It's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the acting is bad. The story is just blah. I found myself for a third category looking at the types of things that we try to avoid in this podcast. Like a couple minutes in, I was like, I can see right away why this movie costs $90 million. Like there's period specific costumes there's gorgeous pirate towns there's two full-size pirate ships like it's they invested like you can see the money on the screen they definitely tried they made a big budget epic movie it just sucks yeah and in looking at it too like it does make you so sad in the context of the pirates of the caribbean movies which came out only like 10 years after these not even but yeah yeah knowing and seeing so many of the same things that you see in the pirates of caribbean movies in here make it so much more upsetting because you know how it can be done well exactly and you just see it done so poorly yes this is an example of of a horrible version and it's upsetting because like eight to ten years later they made a good version yeah of this exact movie. I mean, not yeah. this exact movie, because obviously Pirates of the Caribbean involved a curse and ghosts and all that stuff. It's still a very but similar movie. <laughs> there are a lot of similar elements. Yes. One of the other things I was thinking about, too, is I feel like the only reason I was engaged in what was going on on the screen with this movie is, like, I couldn't figure out, like, one, when it was going to get good if ever (laughs) into like where it was trying to go you know like they're trying to get to the treasure but like there's all these just weird useless like hiccups along the way right and it's it's just it's so like they tried to cram too much stuff in there and too many conflicts between all these different pirate parties and then the government and it's just like there's just too much happening and none of it made any sense. Right. I kept being like, how is this movie two hours long? 
it felt a lot longer than two hours. Like, it, just, it took us two days but to watch this movie. But the entire plot is summed up in, like, three sentences. How do you turn that into a full two-hour movie? You're absolutely right. There were action scenes that made no sense or that went on way too long. Yeah. Here, as an example, there's a scene. They're escaping from the government bad guys, right? The, the governor and the redcoats or whatever, the British soldiers in a carriage. So Gina Davis <laughs> is on top of the carriage. He's been saving onto this for two whole days hey, because he was so mad. I was so when upset by this. On screen. Gina Davis is on top of the carriage. Yes. The carriage goes through essentially a tunnel. Uh-huh. And there's like window apartments above the tunnel. So she jumps up onto the ledge and is now running and tripping and blah, blah, blah through the house. apartment, the, yeah. this house. Which is something we've seen in other movies. Sure. Like, whatever. Yeah. But what bothers me is that somehow she is running faster, bumbling her way through this apartment than horses, which are drawing a carriage. I'm sorry, in what world can some person magoo their way through a apartment? Were you going to say in what no, world can a any, No, any person. I'm sorry. Okay. Usain Bolt. <laughs> Mr. Magooing himself, his way through an apartment is not going to be running faster than horses going full stop underneath. Like, it's... Oh, the physics and the logic of the action <laughs> scenes were so dumb. And speaking of action scenes that are stupid, in the climax of the movie, she finally gets to face off with her uncle. And for some inexplicable reason, instead of fighting on the deck of the boat, she decides to climb up the ropes and fight him on the, the cross beam that like holds the sails up. Yeah. And then they just keep going higher and higher up, up the up the ship. Right. Like, why is she climbing? I was like, is she trying to get the high ground? Is she trying to like maybe she has better balance? Like, I can't figure out why she's fighting him. And it was just so she could fall off onto the ship, and like it didn't make any sense at all. Like, why? It, yeah, I mean, it really didn't. They were the only two people left on that ship. They okay. had a whole deck to fight on. This is my main point when it comes to the action. Yes. My main point about how this movie has, was no fun. There was no joy or excitement for having so much action. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all of the action was just boring. It wasn't any like, oh, it, how can you have so much action with no excitement? Even the Transformers movies are kind of fun and exciting for as bad as they are. I don't understand how it can be so boring. So I think we've talked a lot about what the things that this movie does poorly, but you you mentioned there was kind of one thing it did well was, and what was that point? It was in the. Oh yeah. The only thing it did well is how the first mate like got chained to an anchor and basically like that, like killed with the anchor dragging him down. That was one thing that I was like, oh, man, that's kind of fun. And that's sad. Like, basically, a, an original inventive way of someone dying. <laughs> I don't even um, know. Like, so all, in all seriousness, it's hard to pinpoint any specific things that this movie did well. 
Well, for our categories, like for our categories. like I said, the the set design is very good. Right. The costuming is very That's good. True. They did they did a good job of making the movie look good. Like, but it the, is the, what's the content? It's like this movie is like a beautiful person. They're they're With pretty no and shiny on the outside, but then you talk to them, and you might as well be talking to like a potato. They're dumb as a rock. They're, yeah. they're, there's just it's you're true. not getting anything right. back out of it. But I think the other issue I have too is like because if you're gonna be a period piece. Like, go all out with it. Don't have, like, American accents and bad British accents and, like, pick pick a set. Like, I understand pirates were kind of like a melting pot of, oh, we get people from here and here. But it doesn't explain why people sound the way that they do. Right. Well, especially, so this is set in the 1660s. Yeah, 16-something. So, 100 years before the United States declared independence and became a thing. And granted, so even this is a though, long time ago. Even though our American accent is supposedly what the original British accent was. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like, like either have what, everyone right? have an American accent. Or have everyone or have, have a British everyone accent. have a British accent. You have it be mostly uniform. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Considering the fact that I own this movie, I'm curious to talk to me from 10 years ago. Like, like, why did you did buy this I movie? just buy it because I was like, <laughs> oh, hey, that's a pirate movie with people I've heard of. Let me get that. Or like, like, why did I buy it? <laughs> I don't know. So I think I think we're probably in agreement that we wish we did not watch this movie. Pretty close. Yeah. So I I can't even say I wanted to like it. I didn't want to like it. I'll be honest. <laughs> I just was like, how bad can it be? You know, I'd yeah. heard. I mean, it still is one of the biggest failures box office wise to this day. It literally, you know, made 10 percent of its budget back bad that's really bad and wasn't it like it was all 10 million dollars and we only made 1 million no this was like a hundred million dollar budget 25 years ago that's you know many dollars it's like a marvel movie nowadays (laughs) so 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 yes this movie does deserve its one star status yes and don't watch it (laughs) <laughs> what we can say about it oh my gosh thanks for listening to this week's episode of one star bazaar as always you can reach out to us on twitter facebook or instagram at one star bazaar let us know how would you think of our podcast and if you have any suggestions of future terrible one star movies that we can watch we're always welcome to your input and if there's something that you've maybe been thinking about watching that you see pop up for streaming, you're like, oh, I kind of heard that wasn't that good. I don't know if I want to waste my time watching it. We'll watch it and let you yes, know. Yes, we will. 